Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Thriving While Golden. By way of introduction again, my name is Dr. N.O. Nsima Obad. I'm a board-certified internal medicine physician, a life coach, and a functional medicine practitioner. This podcast is designed for that woman over 50 who is seeking ways to thrive into her golden years. It is my mission, as well as my passion, to put together a group of women who are looking to defy the odds and seek ways to enhance their health and well-being so that they can continue to show up on the planet well into their golden years. And so that is why the title is called Thriving While Golden. Now, it has a little bit of a slightly different flavor from, you know, podcasts that you may be familiar with from so-called experts, because in addition to providing you with health and wellness tips, I am also willing to pull the curtain aside, so to speak, and share with you some issues that I am facing in my personal life. So you know how, you know, on social media, it always seems that so-called experts always have their stuff together and, you know, they don't seem to go through what so-called regular people encounter. I'm going to dispel that myth. I'm going to be transparent enough in some of my episodes. In fact, in most of the initial episodes, I'm actually going to be using my personal life and some of the challenges I'm facing to really draw the curtain apart and let you know that, yeah, I'm a real person with real life challenges. And And we can all sit back and not only laugh about them, but also learn from them. So again, these episodes will be airing bi-weekly on Sunday evenings. And I encourage you to, first of all, call your girlfriends who are also over 50 and the men who support you. Pick up your favorite beverage, kick back and relax. They're designed to be just about 15 to 20 minutes, because I believe that over about 20 minutes, your tension span begins to flag. And I really don't want you to consider this a chore. I want you to consider this a nice way to relax on your Sunday evening, gain some information, and look forward to starting your Mondays powerfully. So again, welcome to Thriving While Golden. Now, because I have the title MD, i.e. Dr after my title with my name, I need to give you a legal disclaimer that the information contained in these podcasts are for informational and educational purposes only. I am not your primary care physician. And so if you decide to implement any of the strategies, be it lifestyle or healthcare or wellness tips, please be sure to consult with your healthcare provider first. Thank you very much and hugs. So let's dive into this week's episode, which covers a topic that I don't know, I'd really love to hear your feedback as to whether I'm the only one who does this stuff. And the title is The Story We Tell Ourselves, right? So let me give you a background to why this episode even is occurring or why this topic is becoming an episode today. So I have a good friend and 
somehow we, we, we were communicating and somehow I felt the communication didn't go very well. And we usually talk every day, right? We've been talking every day for the last two months. And the following day when I expected her to call, she didn't. And so I made up this story that she was mad at me and probably didn't want to speak to me forever. I know it sounds totally ridiculous, but let me give you a background to the background of the story. (laughs) So for the last five weeks, I have been in deep preparation for my certification exams in functional medicine. And I kid you not, it has been extremely stressful in terms of going back and reviewing material and trying to retain material. And so I have been, in quotes, under a lot of stress, right? So here comes my friend who's been, you know, offering me this support, this emotional support. And all of a sudden I feel like I I tell myself the story that I had, you know, I, I jeopardized our friendship and she no longer wanted to speak to me. I know it sounds really extreme, but I'm wondering how many people do that. How many people out there, you know, like something happens, you really don't have a conversation with a person and all of a sudden you make up a story. So. The episode today is where are your stories or where do you make up stories and how do they actually sabotage your well-being or even your progress, right? Think about scenarios, for instance, where maybe you sent out a text message making a request to somebody, you didn't hear back from them, and then suddenly you decide they don't care. Or even at work, you kind of, you know, in work mode and it seems like you're really overwhelmed and going through a lot of stuff and you don't want to ask for help because you feel naturally people should see that you're working very hard and should ask for help, right? And so you you tell yourself this story that if they really cared, they would volunteer rather than you having to ask for help. Has that ever, have you ever done that stuff? I tend to do it at work too, right? Where I may be bogged down with a lot of admissions and I feel like my colleagues should you know, check in with me to see whether my admission block was very heavy and whether I need help. And I'm kind of walking around like, you know, with this chip on my shoulder feeling, well, they should ask. And if I ask, it makes it look like I'm weak, you know? So that's another story we tell ourselves. Or how about, let's even go back to the the real roots of a story and how it may permeate your, your ability to really reach your full potential the story that you were told at the beginning, right? When you were a kid and you couldn't even make up a story for yourself, but somebody, i.e. your parent or somebody authority made up that story for you. Do you understand what I mean? So if you don't, let's put it this way. A number of times it's not unusual in a, in quote, social setting to to stay within the community, to stay within the herd, right? So for instance, have you been told that story that, for instance, you can't be a doctor, you can only be a nurse, or you can't be a nurse, you can only be a tech, or you can't go to college because nobody in your family has been to college. That's a story that has been told to you and probably your siblings from the get-go, from the time you were coming up. And that story in as much as it may, in quotes, have some truth to it, because maybe nobody else in your family up till now may have 
gone to college and become a professional, because that doesn't exist in the ethos, in the physical plane, it becomes a story that is told to future generations. So think about that, how stories that you may have been told right from the beginning permeate your ongoing existence and actually affect your ability to make future decisions. Let's bring this home. So as you know, I'm a physician and one of my pet projects happens to be type two diabetes and working with people with type two diabetes to in quotes thrive as you as you can see i really love that term thrive because i believe we shouldn't just be existing we should be out there enjoying our lives exploring our potential and becoming the best possible version of our lives of ourselves every single day on the planet we shouldn't look at life as some drudgery, some thing being done to us. So that's why I like the term thrive. But back to my story or the story. So I noticed that my patients with type 2 diabetes, when I informed them initially that they had type 2 diabetes, one of the first things they did, a lot of them did, was they went from oh my gosh, I have type 2 diabetes too. I'm going to lose my legs. I'm going to end up on dialysis and I'm going to have a heart attack. And I was bewildered. I was like, hey, wait a minute. I just informed you, you have type 2 diabetes and you went from zero to all those nasty, awful complications. And that is because of the story of the beliefs that they have been surrounded with. If they have never seen anybody with type 2 diabetes thriving, living healthy and productive lives with minimal to no complications, then that's not their story. Because perhaps they've seen a friend, a relative, a colleague, a church member suffer one or more, or several of those complications. So that becomes their story. So the same thing for me, right? I made up this story because perhaps I was feeling a little uncertain about how to approach my friend about the, in quotes, disagreement we had had. And so I immediately went to, I know you probably won't ever want to speak to me again, but it was great us having this friendship and you supporting me through this process of going through my functional medicine exams. And I totally get it if you don't. And it, it, you know, it sounds ridiculous even as I relate it now, because it's like, how could you go from a friendship to you had a disagreement and all of a sudden this person is not going to speak to you again? But that's the story we tell ourselves. And sometimes a story can actually be a coping mechanism. It can be a protective shield to protect you from uncertainty or from hurt or from the worst case scenario, right? Like, like take, take, for example, again, my type 2 diabetics. They, they may want to protect themselves or shield themselves from 
perhaps doing anything about their diabetes because they inevitably think whatever they do, they're going to end up with those complications. I don't know, but, but something to think about the story that we take, tell ourselves and how that story prevents you or is stopping you from reaching your full potential. So let's go back to the story that you may have been told by somebody else in a position of authority when you were younger, right? Hey, we're women over 50. Have you ever been told a story that once you're over 50, you're over the hill and your body begins to break down and just begin to to expect the aches and pains and the, the disease? Have you been told that story? Does that sound like a familiar story that society continues to, to recite. Does that sound like a familiar story? Have you, for instance, been very familiar with seeing older people disabled and decrepit and walking with canes and not able to stand up straight or take care of themselves? Could you relate to an older person who is in their 90s and vibrant and healthy and has their, their senses, their cognitive senses around them and lives independently? Right? So the stories we tell ourselves also dictate the choices that we make. For instance... If we have the story in ourselves that says, eh, I'm over 50, I really just need, need to sit back and expect the inevitable to happen. No matter what I do, I'm never going to lose the weight. No matter what I do, I'm never going to get into the jeans I wore when I was in my 20s. No matter what I do, because there is this generational curse in quotes, I'm going to end up with these diseases. No matter what I do, I'm going to end up on medications because that's what I've seen to be the norm then we're going to make or we're going to choose not to make healthy lifestyle choices that can help us either avoid or minimize those. So I invite you to sit back and think about the stories that you tell yourself. They're not just one story. There are several stories that run in the background of, in our minds and really determine the people that we become. And my invitation to you this week is to begin to dismantle the stories and also begin to learn to piece, to take apart the stories that you make up about situations like I did, right? Like that was unnecessary suffering, totally unnecessary suffering. All that needed to happen was to have an honest conversation with my friend about, hey, you hurt my feelings or I think I did something inappropriate and can we come to resolution on this and move on rather than, oh, I don't think you're ever going to talk to me because you didn't reach out to me today and you usually reach out to me today and I'm, it was just unnecessary suffering. So my invitation to you again this week is step back, pull the curtain a part in your life and examine the stories that you have been told from the time you were younger and are stopping you right now and also the stories that you have heard 
that kind of reverberate in the background about what has happened to other people or what older age is supposed to look like. And I invite you to just start a paragraph with a new story, with a brand new story in which you are the heroine and you are moving forward and you are making a commitment to thrive while golden. Ladies, it has truly been a pleasure sharing my story with you on this podcast episode. I'd love to hear your feedback. And until next time, this is Dr. Eno signing off. Be well.